so uh, oh yeah let me see I must change the title Diamond Central So we are back after a week. Hope everybody's week has been good, or at least normal. <coughs> uh, this is the new normal. Uh. <laughs> so it's uh, it's raining very heavily. Uh, I don't know whether it's island wide, but where I am outside uh, visibility is maybe about 200 meters yeah so yeah, if you are on the road stay safe if you are driving drive safely and if you are on your way back uh, stay dry yeah and hope you get back home safely so uh, where did we stop let's get started I'm going to switch to the whiteboard and, uh, and then we can continue so we stopped here previously Shiputi yeah. so uh, the Buddha was referencing how before uh, Buddha Dipankara he has encountered many many other uh, uh, Buddhas before how much? 八百四千万亿那有他 so 84,000万亿 uh, uh, some very gigantic number <laughs> so we continue from there 大小乘经论都是说三大阿生奇劫得无上菩提 so uh, in the in the sutra and commentaries within the greater or the smaller vehicle um, the teaching goes uh, describes that in order to attain the unsurpassed body so in other words to attain buddhahood uh, so this is referring to buddhahood let me change the thickness of the, mark, the pen so this is referring to Buddhahood. Yeah, Wusang, the unsurpassed body. The unsurpassed body. So Santa Asan then it takes three Asankya Kapas to attain this. Uh, so in in other words, in all the Buddhist tradition. So the Wuliang Asan uh so according to my teacher, this uh, this term Wuliang Asan so this immeasurable Asankya Kappa should be referring to one incremental and decremental uh, small kappa. Yeah. So in the Buddhist teaching, it describes how the world there is um, there are cycles. So there are incremental cycles and decremental cycles. The incremental cycles uh, is when the human lifespan increases, yeah, and the decremental cycles are when human life decreases. Oh. So uh, it will increase and then it will decrease, and later the cycle repeats. So one increase and one decrease is called a small kappa. Okay, so uh, yeah. So, um, when the Buddha encountered the Buddha, Buddha Dipankara, uh, it was at the completion of the second Asankhya Kappa, yeah. uh, and at the start of the third Asankhya Kappa. Yeah. So, so at this time the Buddha has attained to this state. Yeah. So why is this Usen Faran? So another student actually asked me before the class. So this Usen Faran, 
the word ren in Chinese usually means to endure, right? But it also has another meaning which is to experience or to receive. Yeah. So the to receive what? Wu Fa. In other words, to realize, to experience this Wu uh, Fa. But what is Wu Fa? The unborn uh, phenomena, the, the unborn element. In other words, the uh, ultimate reality or nirvana. Yeah, the nirvana element, uh, the unborn element. So, uh, So this is the continuing phrase. So, 城市就是随顺佛的意思办事 yeah. So this 城市 My teacher is explaining this, uh, this 城市 So, 就是随顺佛的意思办事 yeah. So, a bit of context uh. 城市 by itself it means to do, to carry out something that is agreeable. Yeah. So let's say you are helping person A, then uh, to carry out certain things. And you are carrying out exactly as person A uh, like it to be, yeah? according to the person's wishes. So this is known as Chen Shi. Yeah. So um, do things that is agreeable, that is pleasing, that is in line with that person's wishes. In this case, uh, it is towards the Buddhas. Uh, yeah, so that means in all those past, uh, distant past, the Buddha encountered innumerable Buddhas, many, many Buddhas. How much? And to each of them, he would serve them, yeah? uh, carry out uh, whatever they need as they wishes. So, towards each of this Buddha, the Buddha, the Buddha, when he was not a Buddha yet, when he was a Bodhisattva, he would do all kinds of offerings. Yeah? The four kinds of offerings, four requisites. Uh, so this, the four requisites. The four requisites. So, uh, so clothes, uh, uh, food, lodging, and medicine. Uh, Today, usually the lodging includes some form of transport as well. Yeah. Uh, so, with this, then the Buddha, when he was a Bodhisattva, would make offerings to each and every one of the Buddhas he encountered, and on top of that, listen to the teachings. Uh, listen to the teachings. So, of course, if you are listening to this, you are already listening to the teachings. So, you, you don't have the thought of the second time. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes we may thought on the first time. Uh, we don't do offerings, we don't do uh, charity, yeah, we don't uh, render uh, material help to others. So, but then there are those who delight in giving, delight in doing dana, 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 but fail to learn dharma. Only dana, no dharma. Then you only have merits, no wisdom. If you only do uh, learn dharma, but no merits, then you have merits, no uh, you have wisdom, no merits. Uh, is it okay? Yeah, you can still attain arahanthood, but uh, there's this story about the empty bowl arahant. I have covered that many times. Uh. Uh, tell you all another time. So, <laughs> oh, that was really close. <laughs> so, ruo fu you ren, yu hou mo shi, yu hou wei shi, nen shou shi, so this the next verse. Uh, saying that further, 
if there are individuals in future, yeah, uh, if they are able to uh, accept, to uphold, to practice uh, this sutra, with that merit, uh, that merit that you acquire by learning this sutra, compared to the Buddha's merits in doing offering to all the past Buddhas, in in that, yeah. 百分不及千万亿份乃至算数比所不能及 that is more superior than the merits from uh, doing all that much offering that doesn't mean we shouldn't do offering uh, but it means that if we only do offering but don't learn Dharma then you know yeah the, comp- the, the imbalance uh. so yeah, so this is the phrase and then my teacher explains yeah. so uh, hang on uh, let me look at the comments in case if you all have any comments uh, seven comments let's see yeah the com- the, the uh, imbalance uh. so okay. so 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 this is the phrase yes, that my teacher explains the ultimate reality so, yeah. so hang on uh, uh, let me look at the comments in case if you all have any comments uh, 7 comments but, uh, let's see yeah. the, com- the, the imbalance uh, equals to the ultimate so, reality so
Seems to be okay. So how long has it been uh, that y'all cannot hear me? Okay, I, I really need you all to give me some feedback. Like, when did the... So, for about three to five minutes. Huh? <laughs> oh, okay. thanks, thanks, thanks to Lock John uh, uh, for giving me the feedback. Because I'm not listening to the mo monitor. Yeah, but at some point, somehow... Yeah, okay, I, I really need you all to give me the, some feedback. The audio just go here while... Yeah, so <laughs> it seems like the broadcast, oh, okay. the XSplit broadcast thanks, software thanks somehow uh, there was a bit of this. Uh, I don't know what happened because I'm not that part of the setting the I didn't, I haven't really touched yeah, it. But at some point, somehow, um, and at the start, was it okay? Was it okay at the start? Started when I mentioned so Shechin. <laughs> now again like that. Oh, strange. Mic test, mic test. Is that repeating again? Uh, I don't know, is it due to the storm? Or is it because, because now I'm watching the the video playback on my same computer so maybe it's picking up on the is it okay i'm going to just read the verses uh, and if if it happens uh, let me know uh, yeah nothing now huh no problem 
So is there is there the is there the echo again? Or no echo? Okay now, uh, thank you. Okay, let's just continue. <laughs> okay, so let me just repeat what I mentioned about Xue Jin uh, comment. So as far as I know, Wu Shen Fa Ren itself is more... Uh, so there's a Ren part, right? Ren, ren part is actually that the person attained to the... Uh, attained to experience the... Um, the unborn element, which is the ultimate reality, Nibbana, uh, which I wrote down. Did I write down? I think I write down just now. The earlier part here. Uh. So, in case if the echo come back, let me know. All right. Yeah. Okay. I need to take this out because otherwise, I'm listening to myself from a few minutes ago and <laughs> I'm a bit hard to focus on what I'm saying. Okay, we continue. Uh, again, thanks to Long John and everybody for giving me the feedback. And uh, in case if it happens again, uh, maybe it's the lightning. Yeah, but in case if it happens again, uh, give me a call, drop me a text, let me know what happened. Okay, let me just take a look. Um, hmm. Okay, good. Uh, let's continue. So, 千万亿份乃至算数所不能及 So, 受持金刚波罗波罗蜜经 So, if you are to practice the um, the diamond uh, perfection of wisdom sutra the merits uh, So, so 这个的功德分 uh分成千万亿份. So if you were to take that merit and split into so one is how much uh, in English? one <laughs> uh, let me see. one uh, is Susan So EE is hundred million, right? So one e one e uh, so I, I, I don't know how to calculate this anymore. Huh? So is it 10,000 times uh, the 100 million? So 10 would be 1 billion. Then 1,000 would be trillion. Then 1,000. So another, so trillion. After trillion, how much is after trillion? Does anybody know? I usually don't deal with such big numbers. Huh? <laughs> What is after trillion? Quadrillion. Okay, quadrillion. Okay, so quadrillion. So, uh, so uh, if we were to take this number literally, yeah, so then it means a quadrillion. So a quadrillion is many, many zeros. Uh. So it's after trillion. So we have, uh, we have million, which is six zero. Then billion nine zero, trillion twelve zero, and then uh, the quadrillion is fifteen zero. Yeah. So if you were to take the merits of practicing the Diamond Sutra into one quadrillion, okay, parts. So then, Sutra Moni for the So then you compare with the Buddha doing offering to all the Buddhas that merit you compare this to so the merits of practicing the Dhamma Sutra you split into a quadrillion parts one quadrillion parts part yeah, would be more than the merits of the Buddha making offerings to all the Buddhas yeah. so Naizi so this is how great the merits is. So then, up to, yeah, So you cannot really quantify um, uh, in terms of using numbers to calculate 
or to use metaphors and parables yeah you can't you can't uh, quantify it yeah how great this merit is so so what kind of uh, in a way logic is this what kind of principle is this yeah. So my teachers explain. By right, you should we should say one is uh, should be that one is cultivating merits, one is cultivating wisdom. Oh wait, I see someone comments. Lord John says that just now when starting SGC also like that when paying respect to Buddha. Oh. Then after that, after uh, after paying respecting to, respect to Buddha, was it okay? I hope so, uh, because the whole SGC, I didn't receive anything, so I assumed that the recording was okay. <laughs> well, but if not, Bopena. <laughs> yeah. But seems to be okay like, because during SGC there were, I was asking questions and you all wrote down and I talked about it. So should be okay. Okay, so back to the text. Uh, okay, so where are we? We are here. Huh? So by right, my teacher says, we should say that one is cultivating merits, the other one is wisdom. Yeah, so when you practice the Dharma Sutra is wisdom, when the Buddha make offering is, is merits. So, <coughs> so, when making merits to the Buddha, that is cultivating merits, yeah, that is uh, meritorious. It can help us to attain enlightenment. But it cannot directly enable us to attain enlightenment. So, it's a supportive element. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, this is very interesting. My teacher seldom repeats so many times. Uh, this uh, so, so, the merits, yeah, when you do meritorious deeds, it is a supportive element. But, supportive element it itself, no matter how much you have, it is not able to enable. It cannot enable you to attain enlightenment. Yeah, cannot. Yeah, it doesn't have that ability. So, so what can enable uh, or cause us to attain enlightenment? What is it? It is the, uh, it is the Prashna wisdom. Yeah, the ultimate reality wisdom. So, so only when you learn the perfection of wisdom, that kind of wisdom, yeah, the prashna paramita wisdom, yeah, then you can attain to the suchness of all phenomena. In other words, the ultimate reality, yeah, the most supreme truth. Yeah, the number one truth. Uh, and attain enlightenment. So from here, we should realize something. Yeah, number one, that we should cultivate uh, merits. Yeah, we should practice uh, those meritorious deeds. But the cultivation of wisdom is very important. So, when we are meditating, then how do we cultivate? We must cultivate vipassana. So, this vipassana. This term is not a Theravada term. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I highlight this not uh, as a criticism, but to highlight. Because I think there are many Buddhists 
when they first come into contact with the term vipassana, it is uh, within a certain tradition. Then they may end up thinking, oh, this is only from this tradition. No. The Buddha taught, gave teaching on vipassana. So um, it, it, it is in all the traditions. Uh, so the Chinese tran transliteration is Pipo Sana. Also, this is the Chinese transliteration of Vipassana. So Pipo Sana the Zihui Nen So the wisdom from Vipassana can uh, realize the ultimate reality. Yeah. The, how how things truly are. So the Anyatulo Samyao Samputi and attain to Sama Sambudi. Anutara Sama Sambudi. Yeah. Or Sanskrit Anutaro uh, Anutara or Anutaro Samyak Sambodhi. Uh, so in other words, uh, the unsurpassed perfect enlightenment, Buddhahood. Rugo Tsu Samota the if we were to just cultivate the uh, the the quietening practice of samatha. Yeah. So this verse is actually I think linked to the Zen tradition. Yeah, so the teacher say, if you only practice samatha, then we may come draw a wrong, draw a certain conclusion, you know, yeah, and we may think that oh, this present mind, oh, this is the most supreme, <laughs> yeah. 叫这一念心极静，明净而住，不要昏沉，不要妄念，这只是三摩他的旨. Yeah, so when we are able to do samatha, we can get the mind to be quiet. Yeah, to be to have clarity and quiet, yeah, and abide in that. So not not drowsy on one hand and not uh, with discursive thoughts on the other hand. So uh, So this is just the quietening effect of samatha. In other words, samadhi. So it doesn't have the wisdom of Prashna Paramita. So it's not just uh, Buddhist practitioners. Yeah, even non-Buddhist, non-Buddha's uh, disciple, their mind also has this awareness. It also has this clarity. Yeah. So uh, if you just develop this clarity and think that that's the end, then <laughs> you're missing the point. Uh. So seeing mm -hmm. the mind by itself, it has this clarity. Uh, but that itself is not wisdom yet. Uh, not wisdom yet. So Tang Chao Yo Wei Fa Chang Chan Shi yeah, so these are two Zen masters. Uh. So one Zen master learned from the other, from in the Tang Dynasty, yeah, Fa Chang. So uh, perpetual Dharma or Dharma permanent, permanent Dharma, <laughs> the Dharma name of this Zen master, learned from Ma Zhu, Ma Zhu Da Shi. So Dao Da Mei San Zhu Zhe yeah, so, uh, so he went to this uh, mountain to stay there in a small hut and practice. So, uh, so hang on, uh, let me just give me a second.
so this Tang Chao, da 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 da. So Ma Zhu Paiyuan to Kanyan, ah, Kan Ta Chen Du, this, ah, how it is. So this, ah, Ma Zhu Da Shi, the Zen Master, ah, is the one that the other master, the other Zen teacher, then Zen practitioner, go and learn from. So when he was there and practicing, then the Ma Zhu Zen Master sent someone to go and sort of check on him. Yeah, to see how his progress is. So, 试着到法藏禅师那里就问。啊 ，So the attendant from Mazu Dasu, Master Mazu, went over, and when he arrived and uh, uh met this uh 法藏禅师 ，So that he asked, 你现在怎么用功修行啊 ？So how do you how are you practicing? Yeah. So, uh, the reply, so. 以前在马大师那里学习，他告诉我，即心是佛，我就这么修行。所以说，呃 ，previously， 呃，马大师 ，so referring to 马祖大师啊 ，so， 呃、uh, ，saying that the that master tell me when I was learning under him, he told me， 即心是佛 ，that this present mind is Buddha。So that's how I practice. <laughs> so the 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 attendant then replied, 今天马祖今天马祖不这么说了，说非心非佛了。So they say today the, the masters don't say this anymore. The master says, uh, uh, not the mind, not the Buddha. So. Fa Chang Chan Shi. So the Zen master then replied, "Wo Zhi Guan Ji Xin Shi Fu. I only care this. The the mind is the Buddha. Yeah, the present mind is the Buddha. So, ah, this this Chan Shi just came back to report Ma Zhu. Yeah. So the attendant went back to Master Ma Zhu to report. Yeah. So you you tell me to go and see him, to check him, check him. Ah, his condition is like this. So saying that you ask me to go and check on him, his current situation is like this. So Ma Zhu said, "Mei Zhi Shu Ye." So saying that the plumber is is really right. Ah, 就是承认他成功了。啊，其实 is to recognize that ah he has already achieved. Yeah. So I don't know what you all think about this uh this this story. Ah, yeah. So, 另外有一件事 ，so there's another, uh, another situation. <coughs> 定山与这个霞山两位禅师，呃，走路时，呃，讨论佛法。So there are these two Zen, do these two Zen masters when they are walking along the road, they discuss Dharma. So 二人的意见不一致，不一致。So their their viewpoints are not congruent. Yeah. They are. They don't agree with one another. So Ding San Chan Shi said, "We in our hearts, if there is no Buddha, there is no existence." Wow, this is very Zen. Ah, all these, all these statements, super Zen. So, I think some of you may like it. Ah, to go and ponder about this. If there is no Buddha in our mind, then there is no more. There is no birth and death. So Xia San Chan Shi said. So this is. Hang on. Sorry, it's just Jia Jia San Chan Shi. Jia San Chan Shi said, "This is what? We think if there is a Buddha, so this statement means that this mind is Buddha. We should not believe in death. If this present mind is Buddha, then we shouldn't be deluded in birth and death. So this statement also has sense. But this This also makes sense. Ah, so if we say that the present is Buddha, ah, why is the blind man in the 
to this one then. Yeah, so how come? Yeah. Oh that that word actually has a few pronunciation, uh Xia also can, Jia also can. Uh. So depends uh. So this so there's this question. Yeah, in the Zen tradition there's a lot of these statements. Yeah, there's sometimes paradoxical. Uh, but that's is to get us to, to reflect. Yeah, get us to reflect. So, uh, so at this point they saw uh, they saw that there's um, there's some vegetable that's flowing down the stream uh, from upstream yeah so this indicates that there's someone staying in the mountain so the so is that venerable, the earlier one. So these two venerable uh, go along the road, uh, following the path where the vegetables were flowing down, and then they found the earlier venerable, that Fa Chang So then Share with him their two opposing views, and Qing Ta Kaishu. So ask ask him ask this Zen master to, uh, uh, to perhaps to elucidate to them. Yeah, Qing Ta Kaishu. So Fa Chang Fa Shi, uh, Fa Chang Chan Shi said, "Yi Qing Yi Shu." Yeah, Xia San Chan Shi asked, "Ah, which Qing? Qie Qu Ming Ri Lai." Wow, this is very Zen. <laughs> 法昌禅师意思是说这个问题明天来再讨论。That <笑> yeah. one is close, one is far. Yeah. So two opposing view, right? Then the Zen master say one is near, one is far. So or, or one is uh, close, so or intimate, one is strange, stranger. Yeah. In other words, one is close to the truth, one is not. Uh. So, Xiaosan Chan Chan So, which one is the one that is closer to the truth? Then the Zen master say, ah, come tomorrow and ask. Maybe I should try this next time. Uh. When students ask me a question, then I tell them, okay, you ask tomorrow. <laughs> so, Xiaosan Chan 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 yeah, so one of them came back to us again. So Fa Chang Chan Shi So he's so that venerable that, that Zen master came back the second day, right? Because the the, the Zen master that they were asking told give the answer. One is close, one is not close. I mean, one is close to the truth, one is not close to the truth. So, the one of the Zen master, this Xia San Chan Shi, asked, "So, which is the close one?" Because his what, his answer compared to the other the other Zen master, ma. So, uh, Fa Chang Chan Shi replied, uh, "This question come back tomorrow. Yeah, then we discuss. But tomorrow, when this Xia San Chan Shi come and ask, then the reply is, 清者不问. So the one whose answer is close will not be asking. The one who asks is not the close one. Yeah. So that whoever is <coughs> who connects with the path uh, to realization wouldn't be asking this question to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, so if you were to uh, raise this question, it means you have not attained enlightenment yet. <coughs> so in this way, settle the question. Yeah. Uh, 
，我不知道各位怎么一呃怎么思维这件事。呃、uh, ，My teacher asked like he's not sure how the the students who is listening to this talk would uh reflect on this matter. 若读过六百卷的《大般若经》或三十卷的《摩诃般若波罗蜜经》，就知道他不说即心是佛。Yeah. So his my teacher says that if one has read the six hundred fascicle, uh, great Mahaprasna Paramita Sutra, yeah, the 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 Da Puro Jing, or the thirty fascicle Mahaprasna Paramita, different translations, then one would know that the teachings doesn't say this mind is Buddha, yeah. What does it say? 他说得一切种子名字为佛 that. One who has attained to all the different wisdom, that is the Buddha. 若是得一切种子的佛，就不会在生死流生死里流转。And the Buddha who has attained all the different wisdom and knowledge wouldn't be transmigrating, wouldn't be be drifting along in this current of birth and death. Within samsara, 也不会迷于生死 and wouldn't be deluded within birth and death. Yeah, 这样讲就没有这个问题了 Yeah, if we were to put it this way, then no more problem. Yeah, no more problem. So, um, before we continue, ah,、uh, so the reply by that Fa Chang Chan Shi saying that, ah,、uh, he who raised this question. Uh, is far from the 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 truth, yeah, from the ultimate reality, from realization. He who is close wouldn't ask this question.、Uh, I think there are circumstances where this applies. Uh, uh, but I sometimes sometimes I also wonder.、Um, It is precisely because people are not close that's why they ask the question, right?、Um, unless we are implying that the question is irrelevant, and perhaps that's the point. Yeah, and maybe maybe that is a good answer, where the question is really irrelevant. Yeah, but we also see that the Buddha answered a lot of questions. Yeah, questions that is deemed irrelevant by later generations, but the Buddha would explain in detail. Yeah. Uh, there are questions which the Buddha outrightly just don't entertain.、Uh, those are considered the inconsequential questions,、uh, or questions that would、uh, that that has premise which is faulty to begin with. Yeah.、Um, but I I I think until we reach the point where we are truly enlightened.、Uh, I would encourage those of us who are not enlightened yet not to give this kind of answer. Yeah, not to simply dismiss people's. I I I don't know about how enlightened this Fa Chang Chan Shi is. Ah,、uh. <laughs> I'm not at the stage where I can. I I mean I don't know him personally. I if I I know him I don't remember anyway. Ah,、uh, but um I think modern time in the modern times sometimes practitioners we are too quick to emulate. What the early Zen masters do, so we we see Zen masters dismiss question in this way. We also dismiss questions in this way, without realizing the full implication. Yeah, and sometimes maybe we ourselves don't know the answer. Then we just dismiss the question, <laughs> and to me that's not right, lah. Yeah. So unless we are truly enlightened, and we truly see that that question is irrelevant, then that is perhaps suitable. But even when it's suitable, in that sense, I know of many students who, because they don't receive a, a satisfying answer, so they lose faith in Buddhism, in the teachings. Yeah, like if if every other question that you ask, people tell you, ah,、oh, the fact that you ask this question, you are not enlightened. Ah,、uh, precisely, right? <laughs> I'm not enlightened. That's why I'm asking the question. So if If people get dismissed from asking question once too many times, then people will just okay, lor. I stop asking question, lor. I go and ask questions in other religion. 
then how then we can't blame people for so-called giving up on Buddhism. Yeah, and I'm saying this because, uh, <laughs> for one, I'm a person who who have a lot of questions. <laughs> Some would say I have a lot of problems. Uh, but for two, I've encountered many students who genuinely have questions. The way they ask may not put them or their questions in a good light, but if we as a teacher, we need to uh, put aside their emotions, but so that we can listen to what their question really is. And many a times when we really answer um, without being affected by the, the perceived emotions um, and clarifying their doubts for them, ah, then you can really see the eye sparkle. And I think to me that's the whole purpose of the Dharma, isn't it? To enlighten people. Yeah. But of course to each our own ability. Oh. And it's not just Dharma teachers, even lay lay Buddhists, yeah. Uh, if we know, we, we should explain, yeah? have patience to explain. <clears throat> uh, but if we don't know, we should just tell the person, I don't know. Yeah? I can check for you or I can refer you to another teacher. Yeah? If they are really interested, they'll be like, yes, please, please do. Yeah? Uh, but don't dismiss people's question. Oh. Now, again, uh, let me repeat. I'm not suggesting <laughs> that this Fa Chang Chan Su is just dismissing people's question. Yeah? Uh, Rather, I don't know which level he is. Yeah, but all, all I'm saying is, for anyone to, to reply in that way, the person must first and foremost be enlightened to that degree, so that the person knows clearly whether the, 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 the student who is asking the question uh, is in the right track or not. Yeah. Whether it's a relevant question. Yeah, then that reply would uh, be suitable. For me, I'm not very enlightened, <coughs> so I answer every question. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, let me see where will be. <coughs> ah. So, 依这段文看，释迦牟尼佛在燃灯佛之前供养、恭敬、尊重、赞叹这么多的佛，且勿空过者。So, if you look at the paragraph earlier. Yeah, based on that, <coughs> we can see something that Sakyamuni Buddha. <coughs> oh, let me just drink some water. <coughs> so Sakyamuni Buddha, uh, before Buddha Dipankara, <coughs> because Buddha Dipankara is where he received the confirmation. So prior to that, with with many many Buddhas, yeah, that quadrillion Buddha. That eighty-four thousand quadrillion Buddha, so, Gong Yang Gong Jing. That very reverentially he did offering. Yeah, he paid respect. He did offering. Zun Zhong Zan Tang. He he was respectful and he 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 spoke praises of all these Buddha. Here by by means of in praise, ah, it's not simply flattery. No, it's not simply uttering those words, but. <clears throat> the way I understand it is, is it means that he he can appreciate the depth of their wisdom, yeah, and he agree with the merits, the qualities, wholesome qualities of it. <clears throat> Many times, uh, we may see people just well, what we call lip service, right? Yeah, wow, so good, but so good. Why don't you try? Ah, <laughs> uh, so, so, not not wasted any time. Yeah, no time wasted. So, yeah, But all that is not as great as learning the diamond uh, perfection of wisdom sutra. Yeah, the wisdom is even greater. So, so the reason, yeah, uh, and the reason is because merits alone cannot attain the unsurpassed enlightenment. Yeah, cannot attain Buddhahood. You need the uh, prajna wisdom. <coughs> In fact, if I may add, 
besides the Wu Sang Puti, so here is Wu Sang Puti, which is Buddhahood, just merits alone cannot attain Arahanhood. Yeah, not to mention the unsurpassed enlightenment. Yeah. So uh then where is this uh, prashna wisdom? Where does it come from? Mm. So it is from the receiving, upholding, the recitation, the practice, yeah, of uh, and of and having the right uh, the right mindfulness yeah or the right recollection of the teachings yeah it is through this that the wisdom arises so yeah in this way then gradually you are able to uh, evoke the the non-discriminating uh, purity wisdom that is without flow yeah. so this Wu Lo yeah, without flow so uh, without flow what does it mean? it doesn't lead to defilements doesn't lead to suffering uh, so non-discriminating so non-discriminating does it mean that the Arahant the Buddha has no discerning power? no, they have discerning power here the non-discriminating is that they are not attached to the differences. So qingjing the zhihui, the wisdom that is purified. So zhihui chusianle, jiewu zhu faru, cai ming wei fu. So when the wisdom arises, and one attains, one realizes uh, the, the suchness, the way all things are, the ultimate reality, then you are known as the Buddha. Sui ran fu, the way the li, so although the merits, yeah, the prowess of merits is very great, yeah, uh, but it is not as great as that of the wisdom. Uh, so we will stop here. Today is twenty-second uh, of November. Hmm. Uh, let me see. Uh, there was something I wanted to. Okay, I already pointed that out. I think. Yep. Hmm. Okay, we'll stop here. All right. Uh, again, thanks, Long John, and uh, for giving me a call. Usually. Um, Usually the volunteers don't call me during class. Huh? So when some of them call me, I know something went wrong. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I hope I managed to cover back the parts that is with a lot of uh, disruption. Huh? Uh, if not, please leave a, a comment below. Uh, Rina Ho asks, does it mean you must chant? Uh, not really. Yeah. So this so du-song doesn't exactly mean the chanting uh. it means you must read you must learn the teachings uh, yeah, in our monastery we don't chant the Diamond Sutra we actually read the Diamond Sutra uh, from uh, in the morning after the morning sitting from 6 to 6.25 we read the Diamond Sutra uh, and in fact a few times my teacher highlighted uh, he highlighted that the time given is for you to take your time to read and reflect on the Diamond Sutra and he said uh, don't just read through the, the 30 over chapters and finish it up then get on with your day he said maybe if you read the first fascicle the first section maybe you understand maybe you don't if you don't then you reflect 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 and maybe you manage to understand it then you try to read the second chapter but halfway through maybe time is up then you go for breakfast and the next day you continue from chapter 2 you don't rush through the whole sutra and try to finish it at one go rather you spend that time 
to understand thoroughly each section. Yeah, this is my teacher's approach. So he don't encourage us to just quickly read through the whole thing. Yeah. Of course when you are having you know the, the puja ceremony you 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 we will follow the timing and just read through or, or chant. Huh? Uh, but uh, on top of that, we should spend time to read and reflect and understand the meaning. Uh, because that's the whole point of the teachings, isn't it? So that we can gain wisdom, knowledge and wisdom of the meaning. Yeah. Oh, okay, I hope that answers your the question, Rina. Alright, let's do dedication. Yen